the following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome to In The Corner. Hope you've had a good weekend. Monday Night Raw, kick it off. This is the Raw Recap Show. I am, of course, as the nice intro man says every show, I am Betty Mac. Appreciate the support and the following so far. We've got a Twitter poll up, and we've got the results of that a little bit later in the show. Monday Night Raw then, so Raw Recap. Do you know what? Overall, there are a few average moments. But you know what? It was a good show. I, I'm enjoying my WWE at the moment. I really am. And it's uh, last time I did a show like this, it was the Benny Mac show, and we did WWE reviews, similar to what I'm doing on In the Corner. But uh, we used to do more reviewing type thing. And um, obviously, I've changed it. I, I mean, we sort of talk about it on the show, obviously. But uh, I didn't want to go full on review, apart from pay per views when I get a guest on. Uh, Mr. NJB, the resident uh, In the Corner guest at the moment. Um, we've got a little plan going forward for a little fancy booking thing we're going to do as well. So hopefully you can enjoy that at some point. We're trying to get that planned at the moment. Um, and I think Mr. SJP himself, uh, Sai will be jump, jump. He's basically going to be the referee for that. So I'm looking forward for you guys to hear that. And I can't wait. So we need to get it done and hopefully we can get it done sooner rather than later. Uh, it's an idea I've had for a while, but we just haven't had a chance to actually do it yet. So we will get that done. But I want to say thank you to everybody that actually uh, took part in the poll. Like I said, we're going to get that up in a, in a little bit and see the results of that. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to move into the this week's Raw. Um, it it uh, was in Toronto. Um, obviously, a few hometown people uh, for that one. Uh, obviously, uh, Trish Stratus made an appearance. A couple of appearances, actually. She was uh, in about three segments overall. I was half expecting her to see her in the ring. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought it was going to be in the ring. Um, but she didn't. But she got in the face of Bailey a little bit as well, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, but yeah, it was good. I enjoyed the, like I said, at the stop of the show here, um, I actually enjoyed the show quite a lot, uh, to be totally honest with you. Um, if I'm going to base it on last week's SmackDown and this week's Raw, I'm going to say SmackDown uh, edges it for me. SmackDown was really good. Um, but again, this boils down to the fact that, um, you know, basically, Raw's too long. And I say this every week and every show, but it is. It's too long, and that's the problem. It was a good show, but it is, because you got that extra hour on the end, I don't think you need it, personally. And I've, I've said this for years, and I'm sure many of you listening to the show, and you'll hear me moan about, there's two things I'll moan about mainly, is Raw being too long and the proper use of DDTs, which we haven't quite got into yet, but I hate it when people don't use DDTs properly. <laughs> Used to be a finisher, for God's sake. But there we go. Um, just some self-promoting very quickly. Obviously, we are on the SJP World Media. Thank you very much, Sai. Hope you're doing well. Hope everybody's doing well. He's been listening. Everybody that's supported the network so far, thank you very much. We very much appreciate it. Obviously, I'm in my little corner, no pun intended here, uh, doing my stuff. Sai's doing his stuff. He's doing a lot of backstage stuff as well. Um, 
Now, for somebody who uh, maybe a year ago probably couldn't, you know, use a computer properly, he's doing bloody well, and he's a great lad. And I'm, it's weird how, I think we've spoke about it on Chain Wrestling, but it's weird how me and Sai never met each other. Bear in mind, we live in the, pretty much the same area to a degree. Uh, but it turned out we met at a wrestling event. We ended up doing commentary together for Pro Evolution Wrestling, or Evolution Wrestling as it's called now. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, I don't... Apparently, they were happy with our work, but um, apparently it's... Uh, I don't know what they're doing. So, uh, they're just, I guess it didn't work out the way they wanted to. I don't know. But yeah, I, I had a good night with Sai. We were both nervous about doing it. I think we almost uh, <laughs> cancelled. We were that nervous. Um but Sai, I'm so glad we didn't. Although I'm, so, so I'm sure Sai will tell the story if he hasn't already. That um, we were put on the stage and basically Sai was right next to the lights. And we were barely um, <laughs> barely sat down for two minutes. And we were waiting for everybody to file in and stuff. And, and Sai's like, I'm freaking sweating here, mate. And we hadn't even started yet. And we've got a whole show to call. Um, but you know what? If that's the only time I ever do it, if I ever do it again, it's got to be with Sai. Um, but if I ever do it, yeah, it's definitely got to be with Sai. But if that's the only time we ever do it, it was quality and I enjoyed it and it was good fun. Uh, I'd love to do it again at some point. If uh, if any wrestling promoters <laughs> want us to, that would be brilliant. But anyway, that's not the self promoter I wanted to do. The self promoter I wanted to do was uh, In the Corner's got some merch. Episode either In the Corner logo at the moment. We're working on some other stuff. Uh, but we've got some hoodies and some t shirts and some mugs and some face masks and some stickers. Um, and it's on uh, tpublic.com and it's a search for Benny Matt Productions and you can also find the Nothingness show on there as well um, if you like any of them. Uh, we've got the Scone Walls t-shirts for uh, the Nothingness show over there. Um, obviously, we've got uh, in the corner stuff and I've got some ideas for wrestling ones going forward. So hopefully I can uh, get them made in the next couple of weeks and maybe in about a month's time they might make appearances on um, tpublic.com forward slash Benny Mac Productions. Uh, also, SGP sells stuff, and his T-shirts are quite. You got the Nitro Knights one and everything. The um, the f- the the fuck copyright one makes me laugh. Um, hopefully soon I'll have my own shirts of those. <laughs> but yeah, you can support the Nothingness show as well with us, and any SGP stuff would be brilliant. Um, obviously, the more listeners we get, the more shows. I know there's more shows come in and stuff. We're trying to get adverts on the shows, so there's there's plenty of things going on with SGP World Media. Um, I'm just literally a small, a very fucking small part of it. But uh, we appreciate anything you do, whether it's follow, comment, rate on um, Apple Apple Podcasts, sorry, rate it on Spotify, any shows you like, whether it's this one or any others on the network, on the SJP World Media, give it uh, give it a like. Obviously, it has its own feed, SJP World Media, so all the shows go on that one feed, but we also have our own feeds. So if you are not a fan of necessarily this show, but you're a fan of maybe Chain Wrestling, you can literally just follow Chain Wrestling, which is brilliant. So, because... It's nice to have them all together, but it's obviously if you're trying to follow a weekly podcast or a show, then you want that show, don't you? You don't want necessarily everybody else's, and that's fine. But anybody that tries out any other shows, whether it be nothing to show, um, me and Sai actually talked about trying to get Waiting Room back up and running as well. He's trying to make time for it, obviously. He's doing his stuff. He's doing the... Honestly, Sai, I mean, honestly, like a year and a half ago... Year ago, <laughs> you know, I'm, and, and he knows anyway. But uh, I will always help him with stuff. But um, you know, fair play to him for launching the network, and I've, uh, I'm very uh, happy to be a part of it. And uh, he's a good mate, really. To be fair, he, um, I don't want to blow too much smoke anyway. But yeah, we don't like blowing. He blows smoke at me. He doesn't like it when I do it to him. But and I don't really like him. He does it to me either. But you know, <laughs> the, we're not one of those people. We're not those type of people that take compliments overly well but we appreciate it when we get them in our own way so yeah 
Anyway, enough of me waffling, I suppose. Uh, what did you think of Monday Night War? Raw, sorry. Um, hopefully, it, uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully it was uh, good fun. Hopefully you had a chance to uh, watch it. Obviously, if you're listening to this now and you haven't watched it, there will be spoilers ahead. So uh, obviously, please, um, if you haven't watched Raw and you want to and you don't want any spoilers, cut it off right now because there will be spoilers ahead. Uh, a little bit later, I'll reveal the results, but I did put on In The Corner, at In The Corner WWE on Twitter, uh, who is walking out with the WWE Universal Championship at Clash at the Castle. Um and obviously, it's either going to be Roman, Drew, and I also put the third option in there. Is Theory going to cash in? I'll reveal the results in a little bit. Um, little fact I found out, actually, about Drew and Sheamus. Now, SmackDown show, if you've listened to it, Sheamus qualified and is going to be competing for the Intercontinental Championship at Clash at the Castle. And he has never held the IC title. But I think him and uh, Walter, a.k.a. Gunther now, uh, will put on a freaking hell of a match, to be honest. These two are just bruisers you know so it's going to be amazing but in 2009 at TLC Drew McIntyre won his first ever championship which was the Intercontinental Championship in his uh, and that was the first bout he ever won in WWE on the same night in 2009 Sheamus took on John Cena in a table match and became the first Irish born WWE champion and now we have Clash at the Castle on the, uh, is it the 3rd or the 4th of September? I should know this, that's bad. Because um, I'm looking at the dates right in front of me, it's annoying. I believe it's on, the, yeah, it's on the Saturday. So it's on the 3rd of September. Sheamus will be taking on, like I've already said, Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship, and then Drew McIntyre is going to be taking on Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. So both men could be on the same on a pay-per-view again, in slightly different spots, but both walk out with championships, possibly. Is this an omen? I mean, history to repeat itself. That'd be freaking awesome, wouldn't it? To be totally honest, um, it'd be absolutely, um, it'd be absolutely amazing. Uh, right. So before we move into the raw, I got a couple of news bits I want to throw at you. We interrupt your regular broadcast to bring you this important news. Okay. So. Um, as we talked about last week on um, on the SmackDown recap show, um, Toxic Attraction went through into the women's in, into the next round of the semifinals of the WWE Women's Championship tournament. Unfortunately, it was revealed on Raw this week that uh, they are now out of it due to an injury. Gigi unfortunately suffered an injury, so on SmackDown, so they're out. Unfortunately, even though they went through to the next round, they are now out on SmackDown this Friday in Detroit. There is going to be a fatal four way. Uh, second chance match and it's going to be Tamina Dana Brooke versus Xyli Shotzi versus Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop versus Sonia Deville and Natalia so Natalia and Deville were actually the team that got eliminated by Toxic Attraction but they get a second shot at this so on Smackdown this week it's going to be a Fatal 4-Way tag now I'm not being funny Fatal 4-Way tag team matches are it depends on what type they're doing because I don't like it when they do two in, even though there's four teams and each team can tag each other. Each four, I just feel like it should either be a tornado tag or each member of the team should be in the ring at any time competing or just have a tornado tag team match. I think it'd be so much better and just get on with it, to be totally honest. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> uh, so there's going to be a uh, a second chance match on uh, on SmackDown this week. Um, I, now, whether they're going to do both matches in the semi, so to get those, that team into the semi-final, and then do the other match against Aaliyah. 
Um, and Rodriguez, I don't know, but uh, we'll, we'll find out, I guess, on SmackDown. Um, by the sounds of it, Drew McIntyre and um, Sheamus, uh, Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, Drew McIntyre and uh, Roman Reigns, sorry, are going to be sort of clashing again. SmackDown was good this week. We had, um, obviously, Sami Zayn uh, in the presence of uh, Roman, and it also, bearing in mind the Usos didn't turn up. Roman also said that uh, Jay is not, you know, it's been a bit weird. So whether there's going to be some dissension now between the Usos and then the fact that Sami Zayn yet again is throwing himself in the match to, uh, well, in the brawl in this case, to stop uh, the Tribal Chief or any men- member of the Bloodline taking a taking a claymore. And Sami Zayn's taken two now for the Bloodline. So I feel like they need to take Sami Zayn as a serious member of this of this group, to be honest. Otherwise, I th- although I think we're going to start seeing dissension but that's smackdown we'll wait for that uh the other one was which was really shocking apparently after edge's match which i'll talk about a bit later but i need to get to it now because i've literally just read it on um online and uh edge apparently after his match against damian priest cut a promo um after all telling the hometown toronto crowd that he plans to retire and have his last match in august 2023 We've not even seen Edge with a title yet. I thought he was going to be going for at least two years, maybe, maybe three. I suppose he has been, but I, I feel like... So apparently, ladies and gents, Edge is going to be leaving the WWE in August of 2023. Now, they didn't do it on the show. They did it after the show, and the crowd obviously heard it after the fact. So whether that's... A, obviously, he said it, well, at least according to these reports, that Edge is going to be retiring in August 2023, which is... A shame. I don't think we've seen enough of the rated R superstar, to be totally honest. I think there's more to be done. Um, it's a shame the Judgment Day group didn't pla- pan out the way maybe we all thought, because obviously Edge was kicked out weeks after it in- as its um, after its inception, and it's such a shame because that could have been a really cool group to eventually maybe you know um, uh, to you know make a few stars out of that. Which, to be fair, Damian Priest I think will be all right, and I obviously Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley are stars in their own right so i don't think there's but it would have been cool to see how it would have panned out if not them kicking out edge basically so yeah apparently that's the biggest news of this week i think for me so far is the fact that edge apparently will be retiring next year which is a shame so cool to see that guy return back at the rumble in 2020 what a freaking that rumble alone i 2001 is my favorite raw rumble of all time and um 2020 has been straight up there like in my it's in my top three definitely um, and because obviously the way it panned out, Drew winning it and Edge returning, and it was just a good rumble, to be honest. Um, it's going to take something special to knock out, uh, knock off for me in the top, <laughs> the top rumble for me, which is the Royal Rumble 2001. So it's going to take a while. So um, anyway, let's uh, let me take a swig of my drink and let's uh, crack on with the rest of Raw. Okay, um, for those who are wondering, by the way. These sound effects and stuff and music I play are played live. I don't edit. <laughs> so I need to take a breath. Because breath. So, I feel like one day, maybe in the corner might be live somewhere or on SGP World Media. So I need to be able to do a show as if I'm live. So I always do my shows. Um, we try not to edit. Nothing to show. Obviously, we had issues. Uh, I don't know if you anybody saw that. We had a power cut during the record. Uh, so we had to do some heavy editing on that. But generally, I don't like to edit anymore. Not that I can't do it. I like. I don't mind doing it. But if I can, I'm whack out a show. I don't. Uh, I do it as if I'm live. 
Um, and I tried to, I'm as live as live can be in terms of a podcast. So there we go. Anyway, Raw kicks off this week, and my God, I was shocked by this. Wow, Raw kicks off with chaos. The camera, so the Raw, so the um, the pyro goes off. Uh, Jimmy Smith says like, "Welcome to Raw," blah blah blah. And all of a sudden, we see a cameraman be making a beeline for the backstage area. Then we get then we get cut to that cameraman. We got Riddle and Rollins beating the snot out of each other backstage. And it's like the first time I've seen a Raw for a long time that's just started with action straight away rather than a 15-minute promo. Now, I get the 15-minute promos. I'm not dissing them. They take... They set the stage for the evening, don't they? Or progress a story that's coming. But sometimes it would be nice to tune into a wrestling show and we get the introduction, we get the thing, and we're going to start our first match of the night. Obviously, in this case, it was Riddle and Rollins fighting backstage. And do you know what? For me, it was a breath of fresh air. It's like, yes, this is this is greatly. Um, so uh, yeah, that cricks on. Eventually, they come out into the crowd a bit, and it you know breaks down to a brawl as you can imagine. Um, nobody really came out on top for me, uh, but it's obviously progressing that uh, that rivalry between Riddle and Rollins at some point, which. Um, should be a great match, to be fair. Um, after that's sorted out, we cut and we get Trish Stratus making her hometown uh, return. Toronto, obviously. Uh, Trish starts cutting a promo. Trish looks great, to be fair. Um, she looks like in ring shape. I know she did some shows the weekend. I think I talked about that on the SmackDown show. Um, she looks great, to be fair. Um, she starts uh, cutting a promo. She gets to a point of saying, I've been thinking lately. Now, I think I don't know whether... This is a tease, whether it was actually going to be said, but it feels like she was going to announce that she was going to have a match at some point. Uh, the crowd chant one more match, obviously, as they do, um, but she gets interrupted by Bailey and crew. Um, you know, they interrupt it. Basically, long story short is they don't like Trish being in the ring. She's had her time uh, disrespecting the, the WWE Hall of Famer, Trish Stratus, basically. Uh, Bel Air comes out, um, you know, throws some props towards Trish. Um, but she doesn't need Trish to defend us, need me to defend Trish, she says. Trish takes her jacket off and says, basically, let's go. Uh, Bailey says, well, there's three of us and only two of you. Then Alexa and Oscar join the party. Um, Bailey, they, they back down, basically, because there's four on now, four on. It's gone from three on two to four on three. So they back down. So then we move into our first match of the night, which is the semifinals match. Um for the uh, women's uh, WWE tag titles, Oscar and uh, Alexa take on Kai and Sky. Dakota Kai and Io Sky, obviously. Um, I, do you know what? Excellent tag team match, to be fair. I enjoyed this. Um, not your high-flying, high-spot stuff going on, but a, just a solid tag team match for me. Um, it had its moments, obviously, but uh, generally a great match. I, I, I've written here, excellent tag team match. Um, it's a really good uh I mean, as the match breaks down, though, Oscar gets uh, the Oscar lock on Kai, but uh, she doesn't realise that uh, Io Sky has made the tag, so it's on the wrong person. Um, Kai uh, Sky gets in the ring, sorry, and uh, gets a roll-up on Oscar, and uh, my picks to win the WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament go through, um, and they're going to win it, as far as I'm concerned. Dakota Kai and Io Sky uh, advance in the tournament, um, and they move on to next week, obviously. So... Um, the field's changed slightly, as I said at the top of the show, with the whole um, toxic attraction being taken out. But uh, that's going to be interesting. But my picks are still uh, Dakota Kai and Sky. I thought if anybody was going to give them trouble, um, I was actually hoping to see Dakota Kai 
and Sky against Toxic Attraction. I thought that would be a really good match, but obviously with an injury to Gigi, it's not going to happen. Um, I did say on SmackDown uh, recap show that I think maybe we might see Naomi and Sasha Banks sooner rather than later. There's nothing come out yet. This is just a feeling I have. The fact that the backstage has changed. You know, these girls, uh, women, sorry, of um, especially Sasha Banks has come up through NXT. I know Naomi was there as well. I'm not sure whether Naomi was there during the Triple H sort of uh, thing. I'm not really sure. But, uh, you know, Sasha Banks was. So the fact that the... I don't know what the actual ins and outs of that story of them leaving is, to be totally honest with you. But with everything changing in WWE... I feel like maybe we're going to see them sooner rather than later. Is it going to be a Clash of the Castle? I don't know. I'm hoping. There's hope. (laughs) Um, We move on with the night as it goes on. Uh, As I said, that tag team match was excellent. I enjoyed that. Um, We cut to a a backstage interview, and it's right in that sort of, uh, just before they go into that gorilla position. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's being interviewed. Um, It gets interrupted um, from his opponent, uh, Finn Balor. Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. I mean, to be totally honest, let's face it. Let's put a title on one of these guys and let one of these let these guys go at it for a world championship. It'd be a freaking great match. Even if you chuck the Intercontinental Championship on one of these guys, they are going to give you a hell of a a hell of a match. And I think actually quite a good rivalry, to be fair, um, with most people. So um, I've got high hopes for Ziggler and Balor going forward. Um, they um, it was a great backstage sort of. Uh, moment before the match um Finn Balor basically says because uh, Ziggler's talking about the fact that he tried to beat Theory uh, came up short uh trying to just like uh, give him a helping hand apparently by uh smartening him up to the business Finn Balor says I don't like you because you're like everybody else these veterans and blah 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 even though they're both veterans really to be totally honest um Ziggler says basically uh I can't remember exactly what he says but he clocks uh, do- uh Sorry, Ziggler clocks Balor in the gob and Balor goes down. Uh, Rhea Ripley doesn't know what to do. Ziggler's music hits the crowd cheer. He goes through the curtains. Um, It stays on Finn for a bit, then it cuts back up. The camera moves back up to the left, and then you see Dolph Ziggler saying, are you coming or are you just going to stay there like a bitch or something along those lines? I was like, damn, man, that was cool. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley... uh, accompanies Balor to the ring obviously obviously Priest is in a match later tonight so he's not actually with them now normally they are together so Priest is going to be taking on edge later um but yeah they would normally be it. again I enjoyed this match um as I've already said put a title on these guys and it would be an awesome main event at some case um a good match between the two there's a moment where Finn Balor goes for the coup de gras uh Dolph moves Finn stumbles forward and then Ziggler hits the uh the zigzag one two and a bit kicks out there's both moment both men have moments where they're both almost going to win um Ziggler's waiting for the uh to try and hit a super kick at some point um but so unfortunately uh, as he's doing that the referee's distracted with Finn Balor rear clocks um Ziggler which leads to Finn Balor hit, uh, hitting the 1916 and ascending the top rope and hitting the coup de gras and picks up the W over Dolph Ziggler with the help of um, uh, Rhea Ripley, basically. Rhea Ripley being a crucial part of that group. Um, using that, um, using the fact that she's a woman, and so every time she gets in the way of another guy trying to like attack either Priest or have a match with Priest or 
uh, Finn Balor, she puts herself between them. So the other character, obviously, whoever it may be, so like um, doesn't go for her. Um, so it ends up costing. So Judgment Day are a bit on a bit of a roll at the moment, to be fair. Um, and it's been, uh, it, it, I think we're starting to see them starting because they've been a bit stagnant, to be honest, for you from my point of view. But they seem to be picking up now. So hopefully, with everything going on, they um, they might start becoming that group to be uh, not to be trifled with, you know. Um, but whether they will, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping so. Uh, there's an Alpha Academy Open Challenge. Um, uh, so I love. I, I'm liking Chad Gable at the moment. Shoosh. I love that stuff. He, he does. Um, I thought they were looking for another tag team to face, but they cut a bit of a promo. It's really good, actually. Chad Gable is actually. If you haven't seen it, Chad Gable's really good on the mic. Actually, quite entertaining. Um, so yeah, it, it was actually it was a really good segment to be honest. Um, Hometown, uh, well, I say hometown, uh, fellow Canadian answers the challenge of uh, Chad Gable. Kevin Owens comes out. They have a they have a above average match. It was good. Um, you could kind of tell KO was going to win. Um, some good moments. My favorite bit of it actually is KO. Kevin Owens has got hit that old style uh, KO shirt he had when he first came to NXT. It's an updated version, but it's. Um, reminiscent of their prize fighter days which is what he's going for at the moment so he's going back to the sort of old kevin owens this has got triple h's fingerprints all over it as far as i'm concerned um and it's a bloody good move kevin owens hasn't done a lot really he hasn't been champion i think something like five years they said and it's insane kevin owens is good i know he doesn't have that uh that look allegedly of a prototype a wwe guy but he's freaking good in the ring i don't care what anybody says he's freaking amazing um, as I said, average match. I'm not going to be remembering it necessarily. The promo was more entertaining for me, actually, believe it or not. Um, Kevin Owens um, gets the W. Uh, Otis tries to attack KO, and so does uh, Gable. But obviously, ultimately, KO gets the be- uh, gets the upper hand, hits the stunner, and off we go. Kevin Owens uh, off and rolling now. So, um, but Gable reminds me so much. I actually feel like. I was more impressed with Gable, even though he didn't win the match. The match was good. I'm not. Please don't think I'm saying the match was shit because it wasn't. But it's like that sort of filler match, you know, in the nicest way possible. If that can come across, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it it isn't one that you're gonna like. I still remember Shawn Michaels versus Shelton Benjamin in the Gold Rush tournament um, from back in about '05, I think it was. Brilliant. So you know, there are certain matches we're always gonna remember. There are matches that we remember or think, you know. But this isn't. Unfortunately, this isn't one of them. But I think. Going forward, we're going to see big things for Kevin Owens. Um, obviously, at some point, now there's talk about splitting the title and stuff like that. There was actually a comment, actually, I put on uh, in the corner on Twitter. Um, and a lot of people had actually quite a few um, a few different things to to say about that. If I can find the right, uh, the right link. I think I've lost it, so I'll have to find it after. Is that there? No, it isn't. Should have I should have found it before, and it's because I loaded up the uh, the the um, <laughs> the poll. That's why I'll have to um, find it in a moment. I th- figured it would be down there. Actually, to be fair, I'll have another look. Uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, Gable reminds me. Um, Gable reminds me so much of um, weirdly of Kurt. Ang- I say weirdly. It's not that much of a stretch, but he reminds me of Kurt Angle um, quite a lot, to be honest. Um, in a sense of obviously he does have the look of that. Obviously, I'm not disputing that. Um, but uh, yeah, it reminds me of Angle. Um, not only can he wrestle, 
and he's got that sort of a, the shoosh thing going on at the moment, which I love, by the way. Shoosh. I'm going to try and cap. I'm going to have to clip that. To be fair, not me, him. Um, but obviously, we're seeing a personality coming through. And what I liked about Kurt Angle, if you remember, is Kurt Angle was even though he's the Olympic gold medalist and he was tough and all this stuff, but he had that. He would do funny things, but when it came to the ring, he would be like serious business. So I feel like Gable could have a decent singles run at some point. I know he's just, um. But yeah, he's a bloody good wrestler. And I think we're starting to see, like I said, more of his character sort of breaking through. And at some point, that shoosh is going to become, the crowd's going to be doing it a lot more than they are now. So there we go. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, so earlier in the night, uh, Leah was interrupted during her interview by Bailey and crew. Uh, and then uh, Aaliyah called out Bailey and said, when are you going to get back in the ring? Because we haven't actually seen Bailey in the ring actually competing since June 25th, 2021. So Bailey's back, but she's been more of a mouthpiece for Dakota Kai and Sky. So, um, that, you know, that, so she has her first match back in uh, since for, since June last year. Um, uh, this isn't one of the best matches of the night, in fairness. Bailey picks up the W. Um, Aaliyah looks okay. Um, I feel like there's a bit of work maybe even though she's a hometown girl there's a bit of work to do for her in terms of her character development I don't know much about her the crowd didn't seem overly even though she's a hometown girl it didn't seem they seemed a bit quiet maybe after everything that's gone on previous in the night I don't know but um, there we go um, a little side note as well as the show's been going on by the way um, through the show we saw Adam Pierce. so we saw him earlier uh, while there was an, an interview going on and um what I should have said earlier was he had a pic in his hand with some security guards, a picture. Then um, after the uh, uh, Aaliyah Bailey match, we see um, AJ Styles and uh, Lashley making their way to the ring because they're going to be taking on Champa and The Miz. Um, but in the background, we see a waste paper bin on fire and a security guard with a, a fire extinguisher putting out with Adam Pearce there. So, it's Champa and Miz versus AJ Styles and the United States champion Bobby Lashley. Um, and it's a great tag team match, to be fair, overall. Um, and I enjoyed the match. It was, you know, it is what it, it's done, what it's supposed to do. And so we were, I was expecting, because we're seeing these things back uh, in the background again, I was waiting for, um, oh, what's his name? Loomis, Dexter Loomis, sorry, to um, come out. Um we have uh, somebody come up with a hood up coming down the thing. Security grabs hold of him. They're wearing like those like uh, those um, masks they have on to protect their faces, like riot police sort of. Sh- you know, with sh- well, they ain't got shields, but they've got the helmet on. Um, and then uh, as they're dragging this person away, the the hood comes off. But I'm like, that's not Dexter Loomis. What's going on there? And then Miz is the other side. They're all reacting to it. Miz is the other side of the barrier, as in a sense of some. So that happened on the right hand side on the screen. And on the left-hand side, it cuts to Miz, and there's a security guard stood there. All of a sudden, the security guard takes his helmet off, and it is Dexter Loomis, and he grabs hold of the Miz, and he basically kidnaps the Miz. The match is over. It's uh, Bobby and AJ get the win via disqualification. Um, but, uh, yeah, Miz has been essentially kidnapped by Dexter Loomis, so I don't know what's happening there. Um, Dexter Loomis uh, obviously must be back under contract with WWE, but obviously he was let go and he's been brought back. And I think on NXT 2.0 this past week, there because he's supposed to be married to one of the uh, the women wrestlers over there. There was a whole storyline down there for it. 
Uh, I don't remember her name, unfortunately, because I haven't watched 2.0 enough. But um, there was a sheet of paper with like a heart on it from him, I assume. So I think she might be coming up with him at some point. But what's going to happen in terms of Dexter Loomis next week? I have no idea. Um, are we going to see him at Clash at the Castle? I have no idea. But this story's taken a turn and Miz has been kidnapped by him. So, yeah. Um, right. So we go we go for a break. Um and this I suppose this is actually newsworthy, I think, to be honest. We interrupt your regular broadcast to bring you this important news So we come back from the break and literally literally the music starts and I was literally like what? No. What? And it took a couple of seconds for this this person to come out. But Johnny Gargano is back in WWE, and it looks like he's going to be on Raw. Um, cuts a pretty good promo. Obviously, he was off. Him and Candice LeRae had a, had a little boy. Um, they, he's been gone for nine months. He's got a six-month-old now. He said, or uh, at some point, so I don't know, I'm assuming the kid is at least eight months old. I don't know how long, how early they left for for the for that. But um, obviously, there was talk about Gargano. Is he going to go back to WWE? Is he going to be an AW? Blah blah blah. Um, but he's back in WWE. The crowd responded really well. Um, he's wearing a pretty cool outfit, to be fair. But apart from red trainers, for some reason, I feel like it's like is he projecting like Dorothy coming home? I don't know. Um, but Gargano was a big deal in NXT. A former NXT champion, three-time NXT North American champion, former NXT tag team champion. I think he's. The, I think he, I know he actually says it. Yeah, he is actually a first ever triple crown winner over there in NXT. Um, Great response from the crowd. Uh, the short story is Gargano declares he's back, uh, obviously on Raw. Um, Austin Theory interrupts him, and for half a second, I was like, "Oh yeah, they were because Johnny Gargano was with Austin Theory in NXT under the the group called The Way." Brilliant. Um, Gargano in this promo said, "You know, I want my son to see. You know, you can achieve your dreams. You know that stuff." Uh, he's always wanted to be Intercontinental Champion, US Champion, WWE Champion. Uh, he always wants to go. He wants to go to WrestleMania and all that kind of stuff. So he's like, you know, he's doing it for to show a good role model, basically. Blah blah blah. Of course, Austin Theory comes up. Uh, Austin Theory's been at WrestleMania. Um, he's been in a Rumble. He's a former US Champion. He's now Mister Money in the Bank. Um, and Gargano, uh, John, in fairness, uh, theory, sorry, does say thank you to Gargano because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. You think, bloody hell, this is a different side of theory. But then goes on to say that he's now the veteran, and if he wants to, he can carry his bags for him because I've been a U.S. champion. I've done all. I've done all the things that you want to do already. Um, basically, uh, Gargano doesn't really telegraph what he's going to do, um, but then uh, for old times' sake, theory asks for a high five. Um, Basically, Theory is saying, you either carry my bags or get out of the way or leave, basically. Uh, ask for, for old times' sake, ask for a high five. The crowd are kind of mixed. And then all of a sudden, Gargano hits the super kick on Theory. So I'm assuming we're going to see Theory versus Gargano next week on Raw, or at least some sort of interaction. So it's cool to see Gargano back. I was a big fan of DIY and NXT. Was shocked when Champa turned on um, Gargano. Obviously, Champa is on Raw currently with the Miz. Miz has just been kidnapped. Is there going to be some sort of dynamic there? I have no idea. So I'm actually quite excited to see what uh, Gargano can do because Gargano is brilliant. Um, big fan of Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, Cruiserweight Classic. They did a few more than a few years ago. Now it was brilliant. The Champa Gargano match for that in that tournament was brilliant. 
But there we go. So we move on to the main event of the evening, which is Edge versus Priest. Um, shockingly, I say shockingly, it's been 10 years since Edge has competed in Toronto. Um, to be totally honest with you, it is a good match. It's okay. I liked it. I enjoyed the main event. But it didn't quite live up to the hype for me, which is a shame because I thought it was going to be an excellent match. But it's a, it's a, it was a solid match. I'm not taking anything away from either guy. But it just didn't, I think, because of the hype of it being built up over the last week, I was really hoping this was going to be like, um, like spot on. I feel like maybe this match should have taken place at maybe Clash at the Castle, possibly. Um, but there we go. Um, I feel as though if it was at Clash at the Castle, we we would have seen a lot more, if that makes any sense. Um, um, pretty, I mean, like I said, it was good. I it was I just it didn't quite live up the hype, but the finish was amazing. I enjoyed the finish. Edge um, pulling out a Canadian destroyer. I've not seen one of those for years. Um, followed by a spear. Edge gets a W. Um, but as predicted, as you can probably see where this is going after the match, Damian Priest does lose. Uh, mixed match, uh, mixed night for the Judgment Day. Obviously, Finn gets the win. Damien doesn't, uh, but as predicted, Judgment Day come out, uh, lay out Edge initially, ground, then they're going to use the chair again, which is what they did to put Edge out for those few weeks that he was out. But this time, Beth Phoenix, Edge's wife, who's in the front row, comes in. Obviously, she's a Hall of Famer in her own right. Um, she manages to grab a chair and doesn't actually swing at anybody, but manages to stop them from doing what they plan to do. And this is actually the first time that I've seen Rhea, because as I said earlier, Rhea tends to put herself between the two superstars or wrestlers so the other, the good guy doesn't hit the woman, obviously. This time, this is a woman with a chair. She doesn't use it, but this Rhea's actually, you can still, the way they, it was so subtle, but for me it was like, yeah, I can't do anything this time. So I think we're, again, we are not quite finished with the Judgment Day and Edge, I don't think. Obviously at the top of the show I said, uh, Edge announced then after that off the sh- off air that he was going to be retiring next August. So it's it's it's. I'm hoping that's not true, but it kind of makes sense, I suppose, in the long run. It wasn't meant to be a like a five ten year run, was it? I think it's a second. It's almost like the comeback tour, I guess. It's a shame because I'd like to have seen Edge maybe maybe champion again, uh, whether it be heavyweight or even like a mid carder. I mean, you, you give Edge the Intercontinental Championship or the United States Championship and let him you know, defend it, you know, and keep it for, you know, a year. And then when somebody finally knocks him off, you can, you know, make make a, a big star of him, basically. So it'd be good. Um, that's it for this week. Thank you very much uh, for listening to the show. Thank you very much for your support on SJP World Media. We very much appreciate it. Uh, one last thing. Uh, we've got, obviously, SmackDown. The SmackDown uh, recap will be on Saturday. And then obviously next week, I say obviously next week on Raw, a little announcement I forgot to say was that uh, Kurt Angle is going to be on Raw next week because it's emanating from Pittsburgh, PA. So that'll be uh, that'll be pretty cool to see Kurt Angle back in the ring. But I hope you've enjoyed the show. Give us a follow on Twitter at SJP World Media and also this show at In The Corner WWE. This is Benny Max signing off. Have a good week.